Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast for Wednesday, December 11th. I'm Caroline Gonzalez, joined by my co-host, John DeShazer. And on today's show, we have Joel Erickson, who is a Colts reporter for the Indy Star. But he did spend some time here in New Orleans. Joel, I see that it's 26 degrees where you are right now. It's just a mere 60 degrees here, and I'm freezing. So are you are you wishing you were back a little bit? Um, no, because uh, <laughs> I know that by, like, mid-February it'll be 100 down there, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm cold-blooded. Very true. She's soft, Joel. That's all. That's, that's... You always want to call me out. <laughs> you know, she's been, you know, sensitized to the Gulf South and whatnot. All, you know, although she's only been here for like a half, a, you know, three days, I think, or something like that. But she's kind of, you know, she kind of soft. So you got to throw that out Texas. the window. You got to throw that out the window. So, <laughs> Plus, but, I gotta be honest. When it gets when it gets close to close to Christmas, it needs to be it, for me. It needs to be cold. I grew up with it being actually colder on Christmas. See, I'm from Georgia, and I I did too. We actually had seasons where leaves fell off trees, and every now and again it would it might snow. But getting here now, I'm kind of accustomed to it being you know you're wearing shorts around Thanksgiving and Christmas. I didn't know if I would ever get accustomed to it, and I still don't like it. I can't say I love it. You know, because I li- I do like seasons. I like winter clothes, and around here, if you got a lot of winter clothes, they just go to waste. But but I guess I'm getting accustomed to it now. So maybe I'm getting maybe I'm getting a little soft too. You are, yes, finally <laughs> soft. <laughs> See, trees don't leaves don't fall off trees here. Leaves just trees just die. No, they just, you're, they're, you're they're mowing <laughs> lawns all year round around here, and I'm you know I'm, I'm kind of hoping for the grass to die, and mine hadn't died yet. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's a whole nother issue. But Joel, Joel, you're bringing it. You you know, I'm I'm saying you're bringing a team in here like you're the GM of the Colts. But the Colts are coming in here uh, as a team that still has obviously playoff aspirations. Uh, we know what the Saints situation is. They lost a big one to to San Francisco on Sunday. Uh, so what are you expecting from the Colts in terms of you know the the product they're going to be able to put on the field? Because we know uh, Jacoby Brissett had been a little bit nicked up, and now he's back on the field. And obviously they were a different team with him as quarterback. Yeah, well, uh, the biggest thing is that for for a couple of weeks now, and and really going back for I guess a month at this point, he hasn't had any of his top receivers. T.Y. Hilton's been uh, out of the lineup for more than a month now, except for a little brief thing against the Texans. Uh, they lost their rookie season. Um, they, they basically they, they they've lost four of the top five guys coming in, and had a lot of people to throw to. I mean, they they've gotten some stuff done uh, in, in the passing game, but they, there's their their weapons aren't very good, and uh, it seems like his play has uh, has has struggled a little bit at, just because of that. You know, are they in kind of – there's got to be a what-if mode somewhat because of the kicking situation. We know Adam Vinatieri is now on IR, but, you know, he had a rough season leading up until that, and maybe that was injury-induced. But, you know, we've seen some of those seasons around here with the Saints where, you know, if they had a little bit more efficiency at kicker or, or you know, a little bit better situation there, they might have been able to win some more games. Is that kind of the – you know, the way Indy's looking at it, because you look at what's happened, you know, with the amount of kicks that Vinatieri has missed uncharacteristically, because everybody knows this guy is a first ballot Hall of Famer, I believe. Uh, but is is it kind of one of those what-if games where they're saying, man, if we'd have just been able to be a little bit more efficient, if, if Adam had been exactly who he normally is, we wouldn't be in this precarious situation now? Yeah, no, kicking, kicking has been a, uh, a big problem for that game, but one kick – uh, that he made, and he had several that he missed. If he just made one of them, they would have won the game. Uh, so th- I, I do think they're looking at it that way, where they, they've been in basically one-score games the entire season, and uh, 
matter a ton, and it, he, he hasn't made enough of them. You know, Joel, you probably you know you're in the in a great position where you know a lot about both of these teams, and you know are, now have you looked at the Saints this season like an old girlfriend, like you know let me check and see what she's doing over there, <laughs> see how she's doing, <laughs> you know, because you know not not that you're in a, not that you're in a situation where you're saying you know you don't want her to be looking good or you don't want her to do well, but you know just the interest is still kind of there because you spent a, a lot of time covering this team. Oh yeah, I, I think there's a, I, I think it's okay to say that there's a. Uh, there's a, a, a group text with several uh, Saints writers who've left in the last last year uh, and a couple people who are still there. Just to, and it, Most of the talk in there is about whatever's going on with the Saints. So, yeah, when, when the Saints aren't playing at the same time as the Colts and when I can watch them, yeah, you, there, there's a level of interest there because you, you still know a lot of people and know the players and you're curious to see how Sean's going to use Taysom Hill this week and all kinds of stuff like that. You know, before Caroline asks this next question, I, I got to throw this in here. Joel, we miss you because, you know, on the conference call, folks folks don't know this, on the conference call, Joel used to always be the go- guy who gave the opening salvo. He used to always do the opening question to Coach Sean Payton uh, on the conference call. And now we're kind of, you know, we're kind of looking around at it. We're not necessarily looking around at each other. You can feel, you know, people kind of thinking, you know, who's going to take that first step? Who's going to ask the first question? Because there's no Joel here to kind of break – break the seal here so we we missed from that standpoint are you the guy are you the guy who does that for frank right no no with frank with frank i don't have to do the same thing with frank it's uh everyone's kind of jumping in uh with sean you got to have somebody on the ready each morning to kind of grease the wheels and get it going Joel, you talk about uh, the struggles at the wide receiver position with injury, but you also have Marlon Mack, who had his first game back in a while against Tampa Bay, and unfortunately, uh, you know, the loss there. But as far as offensive weapons go, I mean, is has that just been the biggest struggle of all, just finding a routinely offensive weapon that Brissett can hit every single time? Yeah, yeah, that has been the biggest problem. Uh, basically, ever since the middle of the season, they've been dealing with uh, injuries at the skill positions. Um, and, and, and to Brissett, it really kind of started with Brissett's injury. Um, and, and so, so that, that's been the biggest problem for the offense, I think, is that they just, they, they, they've been hit so hard at the skill positions. It's crazy because the offensive line, they, have, they haven't had anybody miss a single game on the front five. But, but the skill positions, they just haven't, they haven't been able to stay healthy. Now, what are the Colts looking like defensively, Joel? Because we know that they're stepping into, I don't want to say a hornet's nest here, but the Saints, uh, Drew Brees, has, you know, only played eight games this season, 17 touchdowns, uh, only four interceptions. And it looks like the Saints offense kind of had a get-right game against San Francisco. I know, you know, now around here, uh, Saints fans are, are just, you know, beside themselves about the two-point conversion attempts and you can't get the, them to see the, the forest for the trees because the, this offense scored 46 points and generally in the NFL that's enough to win but <laughs> that will I digress um you know what are the what are the Colts looking like defensively because the Saints really look like they're putting it together offensively well they they looked they had looked pretty good for a while um the defense was sort of carrying the water and the offense wasn't able to to carry its share of the bargain. But last week in Tampa, uh, they just got destroyed by Tampa's passing game. And I think that that probably uh, bodes poorly against Sean uh, and, and Drew Brees because the, 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 the Colts need to get their pass rush going to, to stop people in the passing game. And Sean's fantastic, obviously, at finding ways to keep pass rushers off of Brees. And then on top of that, 
Um, you give Sean a game tape like the one Tampa put up against the Colts last week, and he's going to find some 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 places to throw the ball. So I think I think that they they might they're they're really going to have to turn it around to play better against the Saints. Now, how are the Colts feeling overall this season? I mean, again, the the, the the AFC South is not a a runaway by any stretch of the imagination. We know what the Texans are doing and the Titans are doing, uh, but they're still, you know, the Colts are, are right there with an opportunity. Are they feeling that enthusiasm from being there? And especially the way this season started out with Andrew Luck, you know, retiring, you know, almost on the eve of the season and for a team to be able to find its bearings and play, you know, in some spurts as well as the Colts have played, it has been a pretty significant story to me. Yeah, it, it has, but uh, I think it's starting to – last week's game, that loss in Tampa, I think hit pretty hard. So they, they dropped to seven losses. If they lose one more, they're officially eliminated. Um, it, it's, it, I think it's starting, to be, it's starting to be tough. They've lost five of their last six here now. And uh, Frank Reich has said they're kind of in a rut. They, they get into the fourth quarter with a lead in every game, and then they end up losing it. And so I think that's starting to wear on the team a little bit. All right, Joel, we'll let you go. Uh, is there any restaurant or anything specific that you're looking forward to coming in uh, back in, in, in town and, and visiting? Bears, po' boys, and lettering. <laughs> you are ready for that one. Alligator sausage, po' boy, top five sandwich for me all time. So it doesn't seem like you're looking forward to being there. back at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm going straight there. <laughs> I don't blame you. All right, Joel, we appreciate you uh, for your time. Again, Joel Erickson, Colts reporter for the Indy Star. He will be in town covering the game, I believe, uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. Joel, we appreciate your time. Yeah, you bet. Thanks to Joel for joining us on the show today. Just a quick update on today's show. Usually we have Saints sit-downs on Wednesday, but because of the Monday night game, everything is pushed back a day. So, of course, Wednesday is now Thursday. Thursday is now Friday. So we will hopefully have one-on-one -on -one interviews for Saints sit-downs on the Friday edition of the New Orleans Saints podcast. We do apologize for that. But, of course, with Monday games comes a little bit more uh, flexibility on the football side. But we will, of course, have those interviews reviews for you later in the week. Today's episode was brought to you by SeatGeek. If you're trying to find football games to any other live event, it can be complicated. There's hundreds of sites and shady pricing, but with SeatGeek, you can do everything in one place. Search for and discover the best deals on seats, buy from any device, and sell and transfer tickets in just a couple taps. With their deal score technology, they rank the most valuable seats based on price, location, historical data, and more. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek geek with confidence best of all our listeners will get twenty dollars off their first purchase when they use the seat geek app use code go saints at checkout seat geek score the best deals on tickets all right that'll do it for today's wednesday edition of the new orleans saints podcast tune back in on friday as we will have a stack show for you with an interview saint sit downs and of course your fantasy football friday ahead of monday night football thanks for joining us on the show and we'll tune back in on friday